0: I was worried about one thing heading into the U.S. men's national team's game against Iran on Tuesday. Just one. The U.S.'s ability or inability to break down a low block. That's what the game was about. That's what it was always going to be about. Iran needed a point. The U.S. needed three. One team had a reason to be ambitious and to actually try, and the other just didn't. In the past, that recipe of one team sitting back and one team, most often the U.S., pushing forward, has not created anything even close to a delicious meal for the United States. Despite all of Greg Berhalter's talk about the U.S. disorganizing opponents with the ball and creating chances with pretty possession play, we just haven't seen much of any fruit on the tree. Against compact defenses, the U.S. have struggled to play through teams. They've struggled to find space, they've struggled to create chances, and they've struggled to score goals. So Tuesday's game against Iran was always going to be some sort of referendum on Beralter's tactics with the U.S. men's national team. Could his American team go out there and play his new American way and collect three points in a must-win game? After a 1-0 win that sent the U.S. through to the knockout rounds, we now know that the answer to that question is yes. I'm Joe Lowry, and welcome to the Back Heald Show, where we bring you unique coverage of the U.S. MNT and American soccer in just 10 minutes or less. Here at Backfield, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. On today's show, we're diving into how the U.S. beat Iran and vindicated Greg Berhalter at the very same time. So, let's get to it and talk soccer. U.S. checked the attacking boxes that they needed to check against Iran. They had the best first-half performance of their tournament so far. After a decent but not great first half against Wales and pretty much the same against England, they had 1.4, according to Paul Carr, 1.4 expected goals in the first half against Iran, which, again, according to Carr, is the most of theirs in a World Cup game on record since 1966. 1966! That's a long time ago. The U.S. had a historically good first half against Iran on Tuesday. Now that 1.4 XG number does vary a bit depending on where you're looking and and what model those different stats entities are using, but you get the idea, right? It was a good half for the US. The second half cooled down a lot. The US were much more defensive in that half, but they needed to get a lead before they could protect it. And, And credit to the United States, they did get that lead in the first half, courtesy of a goal in the 38th minute from Christian Pulisic, a heroic effort from Christian Pulisic that came off the end of an 11 pass sequence that went back to front and then from one wing to the other. It was Musa, to Adams, to Turner, to Wea to Musa, to Dest, to Adams, to Jedi, to Adams, to McKenney, to Dest, finally to Polisic for the finish. It was a really lovely goal. Our very own John Morrissey analyzed this goal on Backheel.com. Go check out that article. And he dug into the key points behind the goal. John said the U.S. had controlled possession. They had a nice left sided run from Anthony Jedi Robinson to open up space for Weston McKenney. Eunice Musa and Tim Weah both pinched inside on the right, which created space for Dest on the overlap out wide. Weah's run back a little bit deeper as well also pulled Iran's center backs out, which opened up a gap for Pulisic to run into against the the, the defender's momentum really in that moment. McKenney then played the ball to Dest, who heads it to Polisic, who lays it all on the line, as I said for the finish. It was a great goal, a truly great goal, and a great moment for this team and their manager, Greg Beralter. Beralter has been focused on this positional play clean attacking soccer ever since he took over as U.S. manager back at the tail end of 2018. And I'm not going to lie, it's been an up and down road over the last few years. The U.S. has struggled to execute. They've struggled to move the ball well. They've struggled to develop much of any cohesion with injuries and personnel changes and and different environments. There were stretches in World Cup qualifying where it looked like Berhalter's time really had come and that it was time to make a change. The U.S. struggled and they are still an imperfect team. This team was not perfect for the U.S. against Iran, but it was a perfect example of why Boralter wanted to develop a tactical style that can break through and create chances and goals and exciting moments against a compact defensive team. In tournament soccer, or really in any kind of soccer game, you come up against compact defenses. After the game, and I love this from Carlos Kiros, Iran manager Carlos Kiros called U.S. players Ferraris. And then he went on to say that the best way to play against that, that kind of team and those kinds of players is to close the highways. That's a direct quote. They wanted to close the highways even though Iran closed the highways, right? Even though they defended deep in their own half, the U.S. still sped through the roadblocks and they did it with the youngest lineup at this tournament so far. And it was fun. It was fun to watch. And I think that's a pretty cool thing. It's been a bumpy road for both the U.S. and Greg Berhalter. I don't think this win has to mean that Berhalter is a perfect manager and that he's done everything right. Even now that we're looking back at a bunch of stuff retroactively, I don't think we have to do that, right? It doesn't have to be a full referendum on Greg Berhalter. But I think it is a point in favor of his macro idea coming into this job that he wanted the U.S. to be able to play this way in the right moment, to be able to use the ball to break someone down. It's been inconsistent. It's been incomplete at times. And even you can make an argument that it was on Tuesday against Iran. But his lineup worked. Greg Barleter's lineup, his tactics, even his subs all worked out in this game. He went for a very pragmatic shift in the second half to, to go to a back five to close out the game. And it paid off, right? Iran didn't create much of anything. It was nervy. The U.S.'s performance was nervy in the second half, but it was effective. The U.S.'s game against the Netherlands on Saturday in the round of 16 is going to be an entirely different test for the U.S. MNT. One that probably won't involve the same amount of Greg Berhalter vindicating block breaking. But we'll talk more about that game as the week goes on. For now, the U.S. are through to the round of 16. They're out of the group. Not bad for a day's work for Greg Berhalter and the U.S. MNT. That's it for this episode of the Back Heeled Show. If you're looking for more American soccer coverage, check out backheeled.com for stories on the USMNT, the World Cup, and much, much more. We'll talk to you again soon.